Cultivating good friendships is valuable in motherhood. Great friends can help you better enjoy your role as a mother and even help you to be a better mother by offering insight, lending a hand or listening ear, and relieving some of the emotional burdens we carry. Welcome to Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Tews. And I'm Brittany Fry. We are two young moms that are committed to loving motherhood because we believe that it is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. We want to cherish the sweet moments and be present during the hard ones while we grow alongside our children. As we have entered motherhood, we have found so much comfort and value in conversations with women in all different stages of motherhood. And we are here to share those conversations so we can grow together and embrace all of the joy modern motherhood brings. We are so excited because today we are having our first ever guest on Kindred Conversations. Woohoo! Our friend, Kylie DeVisser. Kylie is a rock collector. An outdoor adventurer of all sorts. I'm pretty sure she's good at everything. She she really is. Everything she touches <laughs> is beautiful. Truly. True. That is true. She's a mother to Charlie, who is one year old. I have known Kylie since I was a young teenager. I admired her from afar when I was like 14. <laughs> I thought she was so cool. And now she is one of both of Brittany and I's very, very best friends. And that's actually why we chose to have her on the podcast is she is a truly amazing friend and is very intentional about her friendships. Yes, yes. It is a skill that she has and it is one that she very very clearly takes time to cultivate. And so that is why we wanted to have her on to learn from her. So thank you, Kylie. Okay, Kylie, we are so excited to have you on the podcast Thanks today. Thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me. <laughs> and we start every podcast with something we're grateful for. So we all start, but be thinking of something that you want to share. I, this took me a second to think of what I was going to say, because I've, I feel like when you first think what you're grateful for, it's, my first thoughts are so generic. I'm grateful for my family. Grateful to be healthy. That's true. <laughs> Which are good things. They yeah. are good things. They are good things. But no, I'm actually so grateful for something so specific right now. Wells, who is turning three months tomorrow. How? That's crazy. I know. He sleeps through the night almost every night. And I'm truly, truly grateful for that. I'm grateful for that for you. <laughs> you can also hate me for that if you want. But Brooks just did not. He was the worst sleeper ever. Sleeper ever, And he did not sleep through the night for probably 18 months. And he still, it's a super normal occurrence for him to wake up at least once. So the fact that Wells has been sleeping through the night is just like the greatest blessing that we needed. So I'm really grateful <laughs> for amazing. that. I love it. That's amazing. Okay, I'll go next. Today, specifically, I am just so grateful for the holiday season. I feel like this year, I I just needed that. I was really ready for like the extra cheer and the extra joy. And I just think I have actually found so much joy from decorating my house and listening to Christmas music. And I just... I'm really grateful for that little pick me up this year. Me too. I feel like just as the weather starts to get worse, it's like we get this little holiday cheer. I need it. <laughs> yes, we sad. all need the feelings get really happy. Exactly, exactly. Okay, Kylie, what about you? Um, I will skip the generic one and I'll just do a random <laughs> one. <laughs> I was gonna say music. I have been just like loving music lately. I mean, I always do, but just like for something to calm me down or to pump me up, it's like everything. 
um, to start my day or to drive in the car. I just like love listening to music. I love, I need you to make playlists for me I have because I'm like, I love music, but I'm not good at like curating my own oh, sound, you I know, my own them. playlist, my own mood. I need you to do it for me. Happy, I <laughs> well, I also have to say, I love that Charlie loves music. Like you love he music. He does. Yeah, that is we so jam out cute. like every day, jump around in the kitchen. So it's our <laughs> little bonding in the morning. We're that is so popping around. <laughs> I love it's that. Fun. What's Charlie's favorite song? I know he has a couple like, he, specific I mean, ones. if we're going to be like kids songs, it's I Got No Strings by Pinocchio. That one will always probably be the number one for that him. That is so cute. so cute. But he really likes rap music, which was kind of a shocker for me, but not because he is my child. Yeah, <laughs> I would expect no, no less from Charlie. But he he can he can sit with any any genre, but mostly he's pretty, I, he's pretty willing. I appreciate that. He's a really cultured one year old. Yeah, he is. He really is. He really thinks cool. so. So we already said this in the intro, but we're so excited to have you because you really are so so good at being a good friend, and I know it's something that you put a lot of thought and intention to. So we are just really excited to learn from you. Thank you. Um. So I think that's the first question I just want to ask you. Like, what? how have you learned to be a good friend? I was thinking about this because I think it's something that I'm constantly working on and trying to figure out. I'm not always a perfect friend, and I am trying to be better at it every day. But I thought of who actually taught me, and I would say my mom. And from my mom, she learned from her mom. So I come from a line of I love good friends and That's they just have always treated people around them with like the best, like taking care of people and just like loving everyone. And so I definitely learned from them. That's really cool. Um, so what like specific things do you do and have you learned from them that you feel like you've really adopted into your own life? The first thing that comes to mind is definitely serving and just like letting your friends know that you can be there for them. I think that's such a crucial thing in friendship to know that you have a support system because if you can't go to them when you need something or something's hard, then I don't know. I, I don't know if there's as much value yeah. in the yeah, friendship. Yeah, like what's a friendship for? If like not that's that. important to me at yeah. least. That's something that I really look for. And so just knowing that they like at the drop of a hat if I called them and I said, "I need help with this. Like, can you watch Charlie or I'm having a hard day, just talk to me, or I want your opinion on this shirt, like literally yeah. anything, <laughs> that they will also respond. <laughs> yeah, even the little little things totally. matter. Totally. So those that's important to me. Um, and also something that my mom is exceptionally good at, and that I've tried to be this for my friends as well, is someone that remembers your birthdays, big events, doctor's appointments, your favorite food. And how do you do that? Because that's, I really think that's a skill, but I also think a lot of effort goes into that. Notes. I take lots of notes. Okay. I tried to put everyone's birthday in my calendar and make it like a reoccurring. And sometimes I have forgotten to mark it as reoccurring and I forget (laughs) their birthday and it's like the most tragic thing. It just happened. I know. And you were so sad. (laughs) We love you. But I have like all my friends' birthdays in my phone because I want them to feel like special on their birthday. Even if it's just a text, but I like try to at least bring them a treat or do something that is fun and acknowledge them. You're so good about that. And I have seen you. I literally witnessed somebody say something 
like about their favorite tree or their birthday and I've literally seen you whip out your phone and write it down and I was so yes. impressed. Yeah, I have a list on my phone of Brie always makes fun of our friend always makes fun of us for um or makes fun of me because I have an ongoing list of like treats my friends love. <laughs> I love that. But about I you. love that list because if someone's having a hard day, I go to the list, I'm like, ooh, she likes dirt cups or she likes <laughs> baked goods or she yes. likes hot chocolate. Like that way I know like I can bring that to them and maybe it will make their day a little bit better or And I think special. you bring up such a good point that like being a good friend does take work and like yep. it does take initiative, like putting mm-hmm. their important dates in the calendar and following up on them. And I think that that's something that gets missed a lot of times. I think a lot of times people just like want a good friend, but they don't realize how much work goes into that. And I really, really admire that you put in that work and bless the lives of your friends because of it. And Thanks. your friends, I know, adore you so much because of it. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I like acknowledging, too, that <clears throat> that there is effort that goes into it. Because I think, I don't know, do you, I'm one of those people who, if I meet someone, I don't forget a name and a face. Like, if I meet someone once, I will know, even if I forget their name, like, I'll know I've met them before. Oh, yeah. I wish I could say it. And <laughs> I am not 100% on. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but this is the faces. thing, is I always, this sounds so dumb, but when I've met someone maybe a couple times, and then they... I meet them again, and they're like, I'm sorry, have we met before? Oh, and you're like, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you're from yeah. the city. And I can tell you all these things. Yes, and I and all the times I've met you before, you know? Yeah. Okay, and I've done that, and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I know it's not everyone's strength. No, but that's the thing. That's the thing I'm realizing is there is definitely, like, a natural skill that goes into that, you know? And, like, I have a sister who is great with birthdays. Like, she remembers everyone's birthday she doesn't have to write them down like she's just wow. good at it that's, that's impressive, impressive. I'm, it is impressive and I think so much of the time it's easier easy for us to make the excuse of like oh I'm just horrible with birthdays or I'm horrible with names or like I'm so sorry just like I don't remember faces very well you know yeah and then it just becomes this ongoing excuse for like why we can't put the effort into getting to know people better and so I like that you have made such a conscious effort. Like, you don't let it be an excuse. You made such a conscious effort to remember the important yeah. things about the important people in your life. Yeah, make notes. Yeah, I Even love if, that. Like, like, something I forgot to do with one of our neighbors is I didn't write their name down. Yeah. And I did not remember their name. And it killed me every time I saw that. Well, and like, then you can't ask. <laughs> They've been your name for, like, six months. You're like, like by the way, you. what's your name? <laughs> How's your dog? <laughs> but at all the other ones, I'm like... Right away, write their name down Smart. because I want to make sure that they know I'm their neighbor and I can be their friend and I can help them and I can be there for them. So Okay, I like how you've talked about getting to know your neighbors because yeah. I want to know. I just think this is so important. I think friendships in motherhood are just so valuable. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it can be easy to put it on other people. Like, I wish I had better friends. I wish people reached out to me or whatever. And it's so easy to not think of doing those things ourselves. you yeah. know, not putting the, the um, responsibility on ourselves. And so I wanted to ask you, what are things that you do to make new friends? There's a few different ways. Um, from a neighbor perspective, I guess I'll start with, um, when we've moved, I always knock on our neighbor's doors 
and I I know that's kind of silly and it's really, I guess, putting yourself out there, but you're going to see them. You're going to walk past them, so totally. just break that barrier from the beginning. And we've had some awesome friendships come from our neighbors because of that. Um, and even if you're in a different phase of life, like one of our neighbors, he was a lot older, but he was still our like little buddy and we would chat with him and I, love that. I would love to say that we were good friends. I thought of him as a friend, so hopefully totally. he felt the same, but yeah. um, I think that's like the first thing, just like people that are around you. Um, but then my second thing I was thinking of is, um, you can find people that are in similar phases, maybe on the internet, which that sounds a little shady, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not downloading anything. Just like, <laughs> just like a mom that's in a similar phase. If you're looking from the perspective of motherhood, make connections with them and be like, oh my gosh, I went through that, or I'm going through that, or ask for advice. And I feel like that can stem a really cool relationship because um, I have made friends from people on on the internet, Instagram I, specifically. I would totally agree with that. And some of my closest, closest friendships have come from people like reaching out to me yeah. or me reaching out to them. And like at first it feels so like, kind of, like it feels so scary and maybe a little bit awkward. And then you just like can become such close friends with these people. And I think... So often it's a scary to make that first move, but you got to do it. Yeah, and I think a lot of times you're kind of setting yourself up. Like, you can see if you have things in common. Obviously, that's from a very, like, like jaded perspective. Like, you won't know everything about yeah, them, but yeah. um, you at least can find some common ground. It's worth a try. And that's a great way to try, because I know it's hard right now with making friends. So even just someone that you can like talk to or mm-hmm. Marco Polo or yes. text or <laughs> check up on, totally. like just having a person to text is good. Like a mom, you're like, help my baby is doing this. Like, yeah. what do I do? Or I had yeah. a hard day. That's a good way to be close with someone, mm-hmm. even though being in person is obviously really nice, but right. it doesn't always work right, right now. Especially, yeah, particularly in this situation. Yeah. But that reminds me too, I think, um, just talking about Instagram, I have a lot of friends from growing up that we've just become more distant and, you know, we follow each other and you see like a post every, you know, a couple months maybe. Um, but then the cool thing now for me is that like some of my old friends are becoming moms and we get to reconnect over that. And I have loved that so much. And like just the small act of like reaching out you know, I had a friend <clears throat> recently message me and ask, like, how's it been having two kids? And she's pregnant with her first. And so then, like, we were able to reconnect over that. And just, like, that small little thing she did has, like, rekindled a friendship that, you know, has been so old. And we had kind of just distanced ourselves. But it's been really cool. I well, love that. Motherhood gives us such common ground. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, anybody that's a mom... I can relate to in on some many level. ways. Yeah. yeah. At least one. Yeah. Of the <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be one. For sure. <laughs> no. Okay. So then going along with that too, about you knock on your neighbor's doors and like reach out to people. So this is another question I've had. And I think we all um, think about when making new friends is how do you, how are you, how do you not come off so overbearing? Does, does that ever cross your mind? Like, oh, I want to be their friend and I want to reach out, but also like, I don't want to shove myself in front of them. Do you yes, know what I mean? Yes. I thought about this one because I am naturally more extroverted and I okay. know that everyone's not that way. 
Um, and so sometimes for people, it's overwhelming to get together or go to things. So usually I'll invite, and if they say no, I'll invite them again. Them again. And if they say no, I will wait a little bit and see if conversation comes naturally. And then if the conversation comes back, we're talking, I'll be like, hey, we're doing this again if you want to yeah. come. Like, <laughs> But I don't want to put pressure on people, so I feel like giving people space, like if they say no a couple times, you've done what you can, and hopefully they'll reach out again. But mm-hmm. you, I try to understand that not everyone is like social, and I thrive on like being around people, but not everyone is that way. Right, right. So well, that's and at least what I do. If there's somebody that doesn't feel like they need that connection right now, or they don't aren't reciprocating, then there's somebody else that wants you like that needs you as their friend as much as you need them and I think maybe somebody that's not reciprocating isn't always going to be that person but there is somebody that will value your Your friendship friendship. yeah and I think it's easy to tell if they're not reciprocating and you're like okay maybe I'm it's almost like a relationship. It totally I'm more is. into this than they are. It totally is. But you can kind of feel that and yeah. um, feel it out. And if they're not into it, and that's you can okay. back up a little bit. Like, everyone's in different phases of life. Back up. Find someone that's more into you. <laughs> it's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. No, it is. Do you guys always, do you joke about this with your husband? About, like, couple dating? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, when you're going to make, like, couple friends, and it's just, you go through all those same stages as if, like, you're in a relationship. But it's twice as hard, because both of you Trying to find someone that works for both both of you. It has to work, like, because you all have to like each other. Like, that's a bunch of different connections that have to be made. Oh, that is hard. That is really rough. It's good when you can find people that you know. It's true. Work. It's true. Okay, so I know we talked about the notes, but is there anything else that you do, or you, Britt, that you feel like you do as an intentional friend to, like, grow your friendship? So I think we briefly talked about it, but offering to help and, like, really meaning it, like, bringing a meal or helping with their kids or just, like, being that emotional support, like, when you show that, that is one of the purest friends of friendship, in my opinion, because you know that you can be vulnerable and, like, open up to them. One thing I will say about that, too, I think rather than saying, let me know if you need any help, it's so much more valuable to say, when can I come watch your child? Yeah, what day? Or, or what day can I bring yeah. you dinner? Yeah. Or I, I'm annoying like that. I'm like, you still haven't told me what day you need dinner. Well, that's like, <laughs> it's really hard to to accept help from people. And it's so yeah. much easier when they are telling you something specific that they want to do for you. Oh, for sure. I always think when people offer, when they say, let me know if there's anything I can do to help, or I'd love to bring you dinner. Um, You're never going to ask. If that's helpful. Yes, it feels, sometimes I even, I have even gone so far as like typed out a like, yeah, that would be really helpful if you would. And I'm like, I can't say this because it feels so awkward. Like I have such a hard time being like, yes, actually, could you bring me dinner tomorrow? You know, asking too much, but they offer, but I'm still scared. Exactly. So it just makes it so much easier if you're just like, hey, I want to bring you dinner. Does tomorrow work or whatever? Yes. 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 Or I'm free these days. Which days work best for you for dinner? Yeah. And on the other hand, I think you need to let people serve you because Mm -hmm. that builds your friendship both ways. And I think sometimes it can feel awkward to accept help or accept anything like, oh, I want to drop you off a treat. Like, oh, you don't need to do that. Just brush it off. Or you can say, oh, that's so nice. Thank you so much. And one builds your friendship and one doesn't. And I think 
it is hard to be vulnerable and it always is going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. But I think accepting that help really strengthens a friendship so, so, so much. And then they're going to accept it when you offer. And I just think that that's something that builds and builds and builds until you have a really, really strong friendship and a really strong trust and support system. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they wouldn't offer, well, you'd hope they wouldn't offer unless they meant it. Yeah, yeah. So especially take it in the that help way. that they're, at, they're offering because they hopefully mean it and that really can build you up, like you're saying, make your relationship better. Well, and the people that you serve and the people that serve you, that just builds such a bond. It really does. Like, I, I've thought this before, and this is a tiny bit of a tangent, but that is why I love Miles so much. One reason I love him so much is because my life right now is kind of dedicated to serving him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, of course we have such a special bond. Anyway. No, I, I like that. that. And... Going along with that, I have especially been grateful for Kylie's friendship lately because she's done two things that have just really stood out to me recently is I had Wells and it's always, people always want to help you when you have a baby, but I don't know. I'm sure other people feel this way. Not everyone, but after I have a baby, I just, my emotions are all over the place. Okay. That I think everyone can relate to. Yes. <laughs> yep. Amen, sister. <laughs> But it's like all these people are reaching out to help. And honestly, it stresses me out to coordinate. Like one person texts me and says, I want to bring you dinner. And then later that day, somebody else says, I'm going to bring you dinner tonight. Does that work? And I don't know how to say, no, someone else is bringing it tonight. Could you bring it tomorrow? You know, like it feels a little awkward. And like, I just have a really hard time coordinating all of that. And that was something so awesome that Kylie did was she texted me and said, I think it was even before I even had Wells. And said, I'm putting together... I knew you were going (laughs) to... Not not that you couldn't handle it, but I knew that you didn't want all the texts. Yes, it's hard. It's hard to feel like people are constantly reaching out and you're managing all of these, you know, you're coordinating all these different things. So she reached out and said, I'm putting together a calendar for meals for you. Tell me what days work best. So then I only had one point of contact, which was so easy. You didn't have to juggle a bunch of different people. Yes, and that just... The thoughtfulness that went into that was so amazing. And then the other thing that goes sort of hand in hand was then my grandma passed away a few weeks ago and we were in a group text where I had mentioned it. And I think you had even texted back in the group text and said, I'm so sorry. And then she texted me personally to just check in and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you and how are you doing? And just like that little, you know, that's just like the tiniest little extra thing, but like it really made a big difference to me. And I just, I think those are really amazing things that you do as a friend is you make the effort to just like put a little extra thought when you're reaching out to somebody. Yeah. And I can attest to that. If I have something really hard happen or really exciting happen, 100% 100% I you can know Kylie will text, text from you. Kylie. Totally. And so I know nice. too, I know it's genuine. I know she cares. Mm-hmm. And it's because I'm involved. Like, I, yes. Yes. Like, yes. I care about you guys. I love that. I know. And I think a lot of people care about their friends, but don't, aren't always as good as you are at showing it. Mm-hmm. And Thank that's you. why I think these are such good conversations to have is because like, I'm listening to you guys and I'm like, oh, I need to do that better. I could do that better. And totally. I know that as I do these things better, like that's going to 
it will ultimately like come back to you. Like yeah. it will bless your life with greater friendships. Absolutely. Because French, a friendship is a two way street, mm-hmm. you know, and like your friendships are richer because of that. Like, it's not like you're just a better friend, but hopefully your friends are better friends to, to you, you as well. well. Yeah. Cause I think part of the goal of a friend is to uplift and mm-hmm. you want to feel uplifted by your friend. And if you're not getting that, then part of the friendship isn't being fulfilled in my opinion but I think um that's part of the joy of having friends is feeling like you have a pump-up team yes whether something exciting has happened or something sad has happened you know that you'll have your friends right behind you like you got this or mm-hmm. I love you like it's going to be okay or just that they're thinking it's okay about to you. be sad or things yeah. like that like just knowing that you have that extra person totally is so special yeah. totally I think kind of going along with this, one thing that my mom really instilled in me is to make everyone around you feel important. And I think that really, really plays into friendships. Mm -hmm. Like this sounds maybe so obvious, but just, I think we could all be better. Not you guys. You guys are the best (laughs) friends ever. (laughs) But I think we could all be better about just like not being selfish in our relationships. Like I think Really, especially when you're trying to get to know somebody, like, ask them questions about them. And, like, I feel like that's the best way to get to know somebody. But it also, like, makes them love you, even though they don't know about you. They're talking about themselves. But I just think, like, really, people are, people want to open up. People love to have somebody to talk to. And I think being that person is really valuable. Yeah. I had that exact same thought. And especially in line with what Kylie was saying about taking notes. That's something that has made me a better friend is I've noticed that I have certain friends that do this, that they will remember. I don't know if they're physically writing it down or not, (laughs) (laughs) but they will remember small details from our last conversation or things that are going on in my life. And then they'll ask me about it the next time I see them, which honestly is like so amazing to me. I think the fact that like, a small detail of my life is important to someone else really stands out. And that has made me want to do the same thing because I want to make someone else feel like that. And And I I feel like you're, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like your friendship will last longer because of that, because you're caring for each other. Uh Uh-huh. And because you want to follow up and you want to hear what's going on, not Mm -hmm. when you just see them, tell them about you and then walk away. Yeah. Like nobody benefits from that. No. You already know what's going on with yourself. So like, let's talk (laughs) about that. Let's hear about what someone else is doing. Totally. And I think it can sound kind of maybe superficial to say like, oh, take notes and make other people feel important. Like that could seem a little bit counterintuitive. Like shouldn't a friendship come so naturally? But I don't think that at all. I think those things that you do so intentionally are such an act of love. One other thing I've thought about this, just like being intentional and making friends, I think is something I've learned just since I've become a mom, because I feel like friendships have entered my life this way is um, putting yourself out there and, and just um, sort of like being the one to organize a get together, which I understand like right now is just a very unique time that that, you know, you're not going to get together with people you don't know. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but one day this will be important again. And I've just been so amazed at the people who I have barely met. And then they've reached out and said, hey, I want, you know, I'm going shopping with these girls. Do you want to come with? Or we're going to go to a museum on this day. Do you want to do that? Or do you want to go walking with me this weekend? And just like, 
I think in the past I've sort of, um, avoided having to put myself out there because I've had enough connections where it just sort of naturally happens. But I think at some point you find yourself in a stage of life that you have to put yourself out there and you have to be intentional about creating relationships. They don't just fall into your lap. I will say I moved so many times in my childhood and in my adult life. Like I have, I haven't lived anywhere longer than a couple of years, like ever in my life. And I would say I'm naturally introverted, but I have very much built the skill of, of making new friends because I needed to, like I changed school so many times. I've moved into different communities as an adult. And I just think it does take practice. I think all elements of being a friend take practice. And I remember when I first moved into the neighborhood I'm in now, I had just barely had a baby. And some of the older moms in the neighborhood would invite me to things just to like go on a walk or something. And it didn't really make sense for me to go. Or like they'd get the kids together to play. And like I had like a three week old like he wasn't gonna be <laughs> playing with sling. anybody <laughs> yeah but I would go like I would go because I wanted to make those friendships and I am so grateful that I did because those friendships have become so dear to me but I don't know that just kind of a couple different thoughts but I think in when people invite you go make an effort reciprocate mm-hmm. and also just like putting yourself out there is scary, but it, it takes practice. You just have to keep doing it and keep doing it. And maybe it'll become more comfortable and maybe it won't. But as you get to know those people, like it's so, so, so worth it. Yeah. And I think as a mom, obviously our little kids are our best friend. Like I love Charlie. He's my little buddy. Yeah. But I need that adult interaction. Oh, totally. I To me, that's really valuable to be able to talk to someone as much as I love. Yes. Just sitting there and babbling with Charlie all day. <laughs> Literally the I reason we started this podcast. Yes. yes. I love that so much. But I think that having good friends has really boosted me up in motherhood and not only just like inspired me, but also like on the hard days where I'm like, okay, like he was teething or just having a bad day, like... I felt empowered by my friends mm-hmm. because yeah. I could just sit there and talk to them. And I'm like, it's okay. They've done this too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I think, um, okay, we all are, we have all gotten to be closer. You two knew each other, not yeah. well, but yeah. before, but we've all gotten to be really good friends because of this. I think um, we have a couple of friends that started a podcast group and where we literally, as moms, we listen to a podcast during the week and then we get together and talk about it one day a week and let our little kids play. And I remember when um, one of our friends that started it, she was telling me like this girl that, you know, we follow each other on Instagram and she just reached out to me and asked if, she told me she just moved to the area and asked if I'd go on a walk with her. And she's like, I was so nervous to go and um, I just, you know, was just feeling really unsure of the whole situation. And she said, I was telling my mom about it. And my mom said, if she had the courage to ask you to go, then you need to have the courage to go. And I have never forgotten that. Like I, she told me that a while ago and I've just, I think about that all the time. And so I like that you said, like you were showing up to the park Even when you knew, like, your kid wasn't going to play with anyone else, you were literally just going to sit on the bench with your baby and watch everyone else's kids play. (laughs) But I was going to make some friends. (laughs) Yeah, but you You were going to be there. I needed them. I needed them. Yes, and that's been, like, such a mantra for me is just if someone invites me, 
you know what? I'm going to go. Even if I don't feel like it, I'm going to give it a shot. Because I feel like most of the time you walk away and you're like, I am so glad I went. Totally. Wow. Totally. Like, I, I, I say feel that. so happy. Yes. I, <laughs> I always like call my mom. <laughs> I always say that. I always call my mom when I'm like leaving. My mom and I are so close. So, I mean, I sound like I'm 15. But I call my mom <laughs> every time I leave a social gathering. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I tell her and she laughs at me because every single time I say I didn't really want to go. And I kind of just wanted to stay home. But I'm so glad I went. <laughs> she just laughs. She's like, you tell me this every time. And sometimes as mom, we just, we just need to get out. Like we just need that connection. And I think it's good to acknowledge that we don't always want to, but we really need to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I was also thinking about, um, how a lot of times it's easy to kind of get comfortable with hanging out with the same people. Um, at the beginning of the week, I usually will think about like one person, like who do I want to reach out to this week that I haven't seen in a while? Or just check up on how they're doing. Like, I'd love to see them, but at least, if anything, just text them. So I've been trying to do that, and I feel like that helps a lot because there's people that you kind of, like, forget about, and then you run into them, and you're like, oh my gosh. I've missed that friendship. How are you? So I think it's good to kind of, like, reevaluate and, like, who am I missing? Who do I need to follow up with? I wonder how they're doing. Yeah, that's There's someone that really could need you Mm -hmm. and that you could totally, like, help out or build a relationship with again and Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to be thoughtful rather than just like kind of get into a rhythm and I think sometimes we just get like tunnel vision but it's so important like look outside of ourselves and look for people that also need a friend yeah because someone's most likely done it to you yeah well I I really wanted to share the story of how Brittany and I became friends because it felt like so random but also so meant to be so Brittany and I are neighbors we live really close to each other and we had met each other at like a neighborhood thing super briefly like across the room she had just had her baby like so so briefly (laughs) it was so sweet but but like I didn't even have a conversation with her and I had just had miles um a a couple weeks after I met Brittany and um Somebody knocked on my door. It was literally just a couple days after I'd had Miles. And I opened the door, and there's Brittany with a crumble cookie, (laughs) which was just so sweet. Sweet. And she was just, like, so happy and kind and warm, and it was just such, like, a simple, sweet thing. But it almost made me emotional. And I literally, I came in, and I told Pierce, I need to be friends with her. It just meant so much to me that even though you didn't know me, you would do something that you were just thinking of me and that I had just had a baby and I just like the fact that you would reach out meant so much to me and that was what a year and a half ago and now we're such close friends yes yeah Yeah. no I love that you said that because for two reasons one (laughs) because I remember being like is she gonna think this is so weird like I met her one time why am I doing this? I think it's a nice thing, but like, am I being overbearing, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> you went for it. I'm so but I just thought, yeah, you know, like those things make a difference to me. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then I still to this day laugh about it because I showed up with a cookie. I love baking. I love baked goods, like just the weight of my heart. <laughs> Mostly I love gift. baking my own baked goods, <laughs> but, but I, what I, picked one up because if you don't know somebody you don't really want to eat their baked goods right so I pick one up and I bring one over and don't think anything of it right so we like have this interaction we get to be closer friends 
I, like, learned that Paris is gluten-free. I don't think anything of it. <laughs> We're friends for, like, 20 months. And then one day, I'm just driving down the road, and it hits me. I'm like, I took Paris a cookie, and she, I didn't know she was gluten-free, and she's <laughs> never brought it up, ever. Too nice. <laughs> yeah. That I'm cookie like, changed everything. Over a year. We wouldn't be friends if it weren't for that cookie. It's true. But honestly, I think that's such an important point. Like, you brought me totally the wrong thing. <laughs> like, it Misfire. was... Literally couldn't have been... Like, I did not eat that cookie. But, like, it meant so much to me. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. After that, I was like, I have to be her friend. Like, that is such a kind thing to do. And... It didn't matter that you brought me a cookie I couldn't eat. Like, it meant so much to me. Like, if it was gluten-free, like, that would have been awesome. (laughs) That really would have been the thing. Okay, if you you brought me a cookie now that wasn't gluten-free, I'd be a little bit like, did you not make a mental note that I'm gluten-free? Where's your notes? Come on, on, Brent. No, but really, like, it didn't matter. It was just so thoughtful, and it really did mean so much, even though I didn't know you at all. I'm glad because it did make a difference. And look at us now. We're making a podcast yeah. together. Yes. Plus <laughs> that cookie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the people that ate it that were not. As you say, in the trash can. That yeah. <laughs> okay. So that also goes along with another question I have for both of you, which is how do you, like, how do you pump yourself up when you're feeling very vulnerable or feeling nervous about putting yourself out there? Like, how do you talk yourself into it or how do you get over that? Good question. Honestly, for me, I would say I just do it. Yep. And sometimes it's scary, but like we talked about earlier, you usually don't regret it. And if nothing comes of it, it's okay. You tried and just keep trying. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. Truly, yeah. I think just trying your best. (laughs) (laughs) It is scary, though. It really is. It is. And I I don't know. I I really struggle with this. And the anticipation, I think, is the hardest part. Yeah, it is. Especially because we live in a digital world, too. So mm-hmm. it's, like, so easy to send a text and never get anything back. And you're like, did they see it? Are they yes. too busy? Did I say the wrong thing? A hundred percent. Well, and, like, I will just openly acknowledge that I've reached out to people that don't want to be my friend. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I found my people and I will continue to, like, find more people. And, like, everyone that I reach out to or connect with isn't going to... Like, we aren't always going to have that connection. And that's totally fine. And I think you just have to realize you aren't going to have a 100% success rate. And that's fine. Like, you you just need a few friends. And, like, if you keep reaching out, you are, are going to find your people. Totally. I agree. <laughs> okay, I had one other question that this is something I really struggle with. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I feel like... There are times of times in life that you struggle to make friends and you're like doing that effort. And then there are other times of life when you have an abundance of friends and you struggle to maintain friendships. And I have found myself in those moments of trying to maintain friendships. Like it starts to feel a little bit like a to-do list in my head. It starts to stress me out. I feel so overwhelmed with trying to keep up with everyone. And I feel a major sense of guilt in not being able to do that. So I'm just curious if there's anything you do, like, how do you manage that? How do you manage just that overwhelm of trying to keep up with friends and maintain friendships that genuinely are valuable to you? 
yeah, I mean, this is hard because I have new friends. I have my friends I grew up with. I have friends in my neighborhood. And I would love to hang out with all of them all the time. But I think something that I've had to step back and like look at my schedule and be like, okay, what day this week can I set aside time? Because there are days where I feel like I'm like back to back running around. Yeah. And then I get home and I'm like, I do not have energy to make dinner. I don't have energy to do anything, but I saw my friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> but then John's like, oh, my laundry? <laughs> so I think um, you need to value your time, obviously, and um, make sure that you're not overbooking yourself, I guess, mm-hmm. as the, weird as that sounds. Obviously, you can tell I'm a big like schedule list type of person. So for me, at least, I usually will say, like, I can't do anything this week, but how about Wednesday next week. Mm. If it works, awesome. If not, you'll revisit it. And don't beat yourself up if you feel like you have a friend that you're like back to back trying to like reschedule with. Mm -hmm. You will find a time eventually. But I think you really do need to like value your time because totally it can be overwhelming. And you want to be able to give your all to the people that you're around and not feel like you're just on to the next. A hundred percent. You want to be very present. Yeah. So I think it's important to not overwhelm yourself in the sense of your schedule Mm -hmm. I think another thing I think about too in terms of friendship is quality over quantity and I think you can have 25 best friends and you like can only allot a certain amount of time to each or you can be like friends with a lot of people like friends with everybody you meet but like really really um close with maybe just a smaller number of people. And I think that number can fluctuate in different phases of your life. And I think you can always show love to people, regardless of how much time you can dedicate to them right now. And I think like as young mothers too, like there are going to be moments where we feel like we need friends and we are in that mode of like reaching out. And then I think there will be modes of like survival where you're just kind of really your bubble gets smaller and I think that's just something that you have to be comfortable with Mm -hmm. and just like the time that you're able to allot to those friendships is going to be different at all phases of your life Mm -hmm. you're so good at that too I feel like you really do take the time for your friends and you we can see that like oh thank you you're very good at that thank you I agree and I think too it's important to note that it can be so easy to let mom sort of be your identity and take over and that's all you do and it's a noble cause right like it's so easy to let that just be your excuse is like I this is my most important role and this is where I'm most needed so like I am going to focus on this and this alone and at some point like your kids will go to school and they will grow up and they'll go to college and they'll have jobs and like, no, I know, I know as sad as it sounds. Right. And I just think that it's like, it's like a little muscle that's always important to exercise. Right. Like we need to exercise that part of our identity of friend. Like I am a mom, but I'm also a friend. And like, I want to be able to keep maintain that part of me so that one day when I have more time, for these really rich relationships that aren't my children, that it's not something I have to revisit and like relearn. It's something that I have been working on for years. I really love that thought. I love that. And it made me think about how some people maybe during the day they feel tied down with schedules, like nap schedules, food, things like that. It really is hard, like especially when they're like 
changing or they're learning how to like do solids, you're like, I am tied down at home because I really want to work on this. Um, something that I thought about is after bedtime, um, pick like one night a week so that you're not like ditching your spouse all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're advocating for. Yeah, just like one night for yourself. And you could even do like a girls night out or do like a FaceTime. Like I have a friend that set up a book club and it was online and we did like a Skype. That's oh, I so love that. And it was so fun. Like, And we, I love her for setting that up. Yeah. I know. And she's in California. So it was cool, cool because like I don't normally get to connect with her. But we Skyped about a book. That's really cool. Or whatever it is, Zoom. It changes Mm -hmm. all the time. But um, I think that that's a small 30 minutes that can go such a long way Mm -hmm. where you're forgetting about schedules and food and thinking about, like, things that you love, Mm -hmm. whether it be books or food or just hanging out or going shopping or... Mm -hmm. I love that thought, too, of organizing something that is, um, like, recurring Mm-hmm. And I think that's so brave, mm-hmm. but I think that really does um, create really like long-lasting friendships. Just like a book, a book club where you have something to talk about every time, and you like know what's gonna happen every month, and like that's a really, really, really great outlet. And I think just like having that reliability is so good for a friendship. Yes, and I think sometimes it is important, well, all the time it's important to at least go out every so often by yourself without your child. Yeah, Because sometimes I'll go to something with Charlie and I'll leave and I'll be like, did I talk to anyone? Or was Mm -hmm. I chasing around the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Did I socialize? Mm -hmm. So, like, just, like, not having your child with you, if you have the option to do that, I know that's really hard and not everyone can do that. Or just, like, a phone call when they're asleep. Just to, like, really, like, totally blow off some steam and yeah. relax. I love that. Perfect. Well, I am so glad we had this conversation. I'm literally going to take notes <laughs> on how to how I want to improve. Because I know that when I have felt, like, secure in my friendships, and it's actually been a goal of mine. Like, I don't feel like I was good at this as a teenager, but as, um, like... I've become an adult and specifically a mom. It's become something that's been really, really important to me and I've really, really, really worked on. Anyway, so that's something I'm just always trying to improve on. I'm glad we got to talk about it. Me too. Thank you. Yeah, I learned so much from both of you, so I'm just honored to be your friends. (laughs) Seriously, you guys are amazing. Well, you're our expert friend. Yes. (laughs) Still learning, but... Thank you for being our first guest, Kylie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Kindred Conversations. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can join in the conversation at kindred underscore conversations on Instagram.